Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to Seize Your Midlife. I am so excited that you are here today. First of all, I just want to start off this episode by saying I am so grateful for all of you that have reached out to me, sent me emails and texts and DMs, seeing if an episode or a different episode or a guest that I've had on the show has resonated with you. That literally means the world to me and it keeps me going. If there is any way that you can take those words and put it into your podcast platform like Apple or Podbean or Spotify, wherever you listen to Caesar Midlife and put it in the review, that would be awesome. The way that podcasts work is that the more subscriptions, ratings, reviews that there are, the more it shows up when people search midlife, for example. And we want as many women to join in on this conversation. As you know, I say that at the close of every episode. Lucky you, I'm not going to say that today, though, since I started the show with that. But thank you so much if you do that. I appreciate it. And thanks for tuning in. It means so much to me, and it's actually kind of humbling that people want to listen to the things that I have to say. I will say that the women that have been on the show have been the highlight, the showcase, so many amazing stories, and I know I continue to be inspired. If you know anyone that you're like, my gosh, this person has been through so much, and they have come out the other side, or they have made a major U-turn in midlife, or you know, you just need to hear their expertise in X, Y, and Z, feel free to send me a message and let me know. I am always looking for new women to feature on the podcast because I want to share powerful Midlife Women's Stories. Okay, so getting today underway. Today is just going to be a unique kind of episode and maybe one that I will carry on depending on what your feedback is. So let me know when you listen to this if you like this style. So one of the things I have noticed is that I love when my favorite podcast hosts do like a casual just kind of life update that feels more personal. And so I was thinking, well, What if I did something like that? I have always wanted Caesar Midlife to feel like a conversation among friends. And so I'm going to try that out today. I'm not like reading from anything. I have no bullet points, (laughs) anything like that. I'm just going to talk and give you some updates. And so if you're like, yeah, no, we don't need more of this, that's fine. This is an experiment, but you're here now. So grab your coffee or your 
water or whatever, or, you know, maybe you're in your car, who knows? And let's dive in. So the first thing that I want to tell you about, because it's literally still just in my mind, like how on earth did this happen? What are the chances? Is the hurricane. You guys, I can't even believe this happened. So as you know, because I have talked about it for forever, my friend Shannon, who is a global health expert and a certified life coach, and I had decided to run a retreat, the Caesar Midlife Retreat, which we called Arising, and more on that theme later because I love it so much. But we have been working so hard on this retreat for months and months. And I was really the logistics person. Like, here are the places we're going to eat. Here are all the things we're going to do. And I felt so good about it and so excited. In my previous life, owning my Spanish school, every year I hosted two big trainings in Wisconsin and two big trainings in Minnesota where I trained teachers and, you know, our leadership team. And then every year we host an annual meeting. And those things were like my jam. So what I have missed the most since selling my business is being in front of a room and in front of women. And I mean, we had a few men over the years, but mostly women and getting people excited. I just believe that enthusiasm is contagious, so that piece. But I also love the piece of, you know, what's going to be our takeaway this year, Um, you know, like a physical item, and what's going to be the event for our annual meeting, you know, our fun social event. I love that piece too. So the retreat was going to allow me to do all of those things. So I was so excited. And as we were getting closer and closer, I'm sure you guys saw too that Hurricane Ian was predicted to hit Tampa and that the Carolinas were going to kind of get like the backlash of that. And just right up until the days before we were going to leave, it was it was a tropical storm. And tropical storms a lot of times bring wind and rain, but that's about it. So I was literally at the soccer field sitting on a bench like scrambling to find indoor things to do with the beach because we had planned this entire retreat around being outside. And I, you know, over a couple days got everything moved so that we could have options for indoors. And I was like, whew, sigh of relief. I send an email out to everyone being like, it looks like it might be rainy, but we are going to bring the sunshine and we'll see you in Myrtle Beach. Okay, bye. And then Wednesday morning, I just started to feel a little bit like restless and anxious. I don't know. I can't even describe it. Andy had been out of town all week and I literally sent him a text and said, when you are 15 minutes out, I am going to get in my car and I'm going to start driving to the beach. I just feel like I need to physically be there. So I packed up all my stuff and headed to the beach. It's like a little, like three and a half, almost four hour drive. And as the sun was setting, the sky turned the most beautiful color. There are no words to describe it. In fact, I was like saying out loud to myself, oh my God, this sky Later on, (laughs) I see that several people in the Carolinas post the sky and they say, hurricane skies are gorgeous. Hurricane skies are gorgeous. But at the time, I was eating a McDonald's burger, which BTW, I don't normally eat a McDonald's burger, but I was in such 
hustle mode. That was the quickest thing. I could be on and off the highway and back in my car and setting myself up at the beach. So I get there and it's night and in the morning I get up and I go for a run and it is rainy and it is windy, but it's not bad. And I kind of check in with everybody. Hey guys, like are we good to go? Everybody's flight's good. Everybody back to me is like good, 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 good. Okay, awesome. I go back inside my condo and sit down, pull up my computer And as I'm sitting there, my phone starts alarming. And I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, that sound like when there's a tornado warning or whatever it is. And I look at my phone, hurricane warning, hurricane warning. And I'm like, oh, oh dear. Oh, geez. Oh, my goodness. And I call Shannon. She's like, I'm driving there, girl. Like, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And at this point, so this is Thursday, the hurricane is predicted to hit Friday afternoon, which by the way, as a Midwesterner, like there are so many things as being a Midwesterner that this was the most bizarre situation ever. One of them is like the huge heads up, right? Like, hey, there's going to be a hurricane in a day and a half. And you're like, okay, okay. So strange, right? Because like a tornado, you're like 15 minutes, you know, you are in your basement, you know, not a lot of warning. So Shannon gets there and slowly but surely the messages start coming in about flights being canceled. And I'm like, oh my God, just sick to my stomach, paralyzed. Like I can't even describe the way that it felt. I was like, oh my gosh. And my friend Patty, who was coming to the retreat, screenshots for me like the Myrtle Beach airport listings. And it's literally like canceled, 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 canceled. Like across the board. It was basically from like 6.30 p.m. on Thursday on, all day Friday, every single thing canceled. And another friend, Holly, that was coming for the retreat from Georgia, her husband works in collaboration with FEMA and some of the disaster relief. And he was like, yeah, there are going to be roads blocked and standing water and it's not going to be safe to drive. And oh my goodness. And you know, people were looking for alternate flights because suddenly the forecast was like, Friday, it's going to be gorgeous, like drop dead gorgeous, like perfect. But nobody could get there in time for the retreat to start and everything. So this left me and Shannon and two other women friends that were coming to the retreat. And so Thursday night, we go out to dinner to this nice restaurant in Myrtle Beach that like I love. And the weirdest thing is that everyone's just there like drinking their wine, eating their seafood, like nothing's happening. And so again, you're kind of like, okay, is this really coming? Is this a thing? Well, Friday comes and my mom had said to me like, hey, I think you need more than just like four jugs of water and Topo Chico's and a box of crackers, which is basically what Shannon and I had picked up prior to this going, oh, and she brought us some headlamps. <laughs> this was it. This is like what we had in tote for the hurricane because we're from Wisconsin. We don't know what to do during a hurricane. So that morning we head out and we're like, okay, we are going to go like stock up. We're going to get some food in case we are trapped because at this point we have like the news on and it is predicted to hit like kind of around Charleston. So we go to the grocery store 
and it is shuttered, you guys. Like, the hurricane shutters are down. I've never in my life seen anything like this. The whole parking lot around there, all the little places in the strip mall, empty. Starbucks, closed. Everything closed. And we're like, oh my gosh. But strangely, this restaurant that's like the most popular breakfast restaurant in Myrtle Beach, open for sit down. So we're like, that's where we're going to go, okay? So we go in and there are 17 people working and maybe seven people that are there dining because everyone's like hunkered down. But we decide we're going to sit down. Like I order like an Eggs Benedict. We get a we a latte. And we order like a meal, like a random like wraps and stuff to go because we're like we have no idea what's going to end up happening, right? And by the time we walk out of there – Oh my gosh, it is like raining sideways and the trees are going crazy. And we had been planning on running a bunch of errands for the retreat. And we're like, yeah, no, like this just feels too dangerous. More like things falling. So at this point, Kim and Emily are over at the hotel, which is across the street from our building, but we don't feel like it's safe enough for us to like unite. So they're there watching out the window and we are in my kitchen watching out the window which again, as a Midwesterner, you would never during a tornado be like, let me put my face against the window. So, so strange. In fact, at one point, Shannon's mom is like, are you safe in a basement? But you don't go to a basement during a hurricane. You want to go up. So we were on the second floor looking out the window. Literally, it's at one point, there was like a chair flying through the sky. There were people's welcome mats. There was palm trees falling down. It was insane. And the ocean so my um, condo has like a side view to the ocean. I've never seen anything like this. And I I don't even know that I can describe it accurately. But it's like the entire ocean became one giant wave. And it was white. And the it was just rolling in. And there was no more beach. I mean, the water was coming like way up. And I was on the balcony pretending that I was a weather lady taking videos, Shannon was like, what on earth are you doing? You're going to blow away. (laughs) And as I was doing that, the ocean water was hitting me on the second floor, like way back from the ocean. That's how crazy the wind was. And this was just a category one hurricane. So like nothing like the big hurricanes. And this was just crazy. And then, and the windows were shaking, like literally shaking. I was so glad that we were in a cement building with hurricane force windows, but just insane. And then when we were in the middle of the eye of the storm, the whole sky turned this color that I don't know that I've ever experienced in my life. It's like a yellow white and things get really still when you're in the eye. So flipping crazy. But then the storm was gone and it got kind of calm. And so we're like, okay, okay, I think that was it. I think that was it. And we decide we're going to like get dressed and we're going to run over to the hotel because it's not raining. It actually barely rained during the heart of the hurricane. We're going to run over there and we are going to have dinner with Kim and Emily. And we get, you know, we get our clothes on. And as we're running over there in the parking lot, the wind picks up again. I wish that somebody was videotaping this. Because it was like I was running, I mean, with all my might, like all my little might. And you guys, I think I've told you before, I'm 4'11". I'm 98 pounds, so I'm little. I'm like running, but I'm getting nowhere because the wind is so strong. It's like running through quicksand. And I'm like, Shannon! And she's like pulling me. And we finally get in there. I'm like, wow. And the place is 
packed because every restaurant in North Myrtle Beach is shut down. Like everything shut down. So everybody is at the embassy. So we go on to have a really nice dinner and have a couple like glasses of wine or whatever. It's super fun. And just also, I think we said the word crazy, I don't know, like 150 times. No joke, because we're all from the Midwest. And this was just the craziest experience. Like, okay, we just survived a hurricane. Whoa. Whoa. And um, we played this, or I don't know if you call it an activity or a game that we did at dinner that I think is super fun. And I'm going to tell you about it because I feel like you should do it with your friends because that's how fun it is. And we had planned on doing it as a mixer for a happy hour on that Friday night with everybody. But of course, that didn't happen. So we did it among the four of us. And it's super fun. So basically, you go around the room and you say, if you could do anything, it would be. And the person says back, like, if I could do anything, I would. And the idea is that you don't think about it at all. And you don't, like, you know, think if it's realistic, whatever, you just answer. And then every time you're asked, you come up with another answer. So I love it because, like, you know, one of them's like, I would be a trapeze artist. I said I would open a pizza farm. I mean, some of them were very realistic. Like, I would write a book. Okay, you could totally write a book. But it's such a fun thing to play And it kind of reminded me – I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Wine Country. If you have not seen it, like literally pause this and write it down to go see it because it's like the whole crew from SNL, like all those ladies from SNL, and they are going to Napa for a 50th birthday. And there are so many like shenanigans. I mean, it's actually not like the best movie, but there are so many great midlife kind of references and it's funny. But there's one point where they're walking in the vineyard and the one friend looks to the other and she's like, path not taken. And they were supposed to answer like, you know, what they would have done, like maybe in another another life. And, you know, they're like, oh, I'd own a little – you know, bookstore in Seattle and it would be like dark and broody with a coffee shop, you know, like that. So this is of that same sentiment. If I could do anything, it would be. But like I said, some of the things that end up coming out are like things that really could happen. So I encourage you to play this with your friends or, you know, anyone in your life that is kind of at the same stage. And get back to me and tell me what comes up for you because we had so much fun doing this that I would 100% do it again. It's so, so fun. Okay, so we have the dinner, all the things. We get up on Saturday morning. You guys, the sky is like the bluest blue. There is not a cloud in the sky. It is not humid. It is literally perfection. It's perfection. It's the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Like you're like, wait, did I imagine that we were in a hurricane yesterday? Uh, what? But I was so grateful because we had just decided we're going to go ahead with the retreat. We had such good material. We felt really excited about it. And we had already decided that we were both going to participate in all the things for the retreat. So with the four of us, it did not feel awkward at all. In fact, I just felt like the word I kept using going into the retreat and imagining what it was going to be like, I kept thinking of the word magic. And that is really what I felt like happened. You just get, you know, women talking and being real and being vulnerable. And I think that it invites other women to be real and to be vulnerable. 
And also, I think saying out loud kind of your dreams, your intentions, all of those things is so important. And we have these journals and there was just some really great workshops. You know, we did workshops on core values and passion and purpose. Shannon does these amazing guided visualizations where we talked about future self. So powerful. And we were able to, you know, at one point sit outside by the gorgeous pool with the sun just like at our backs doing this guided visualization. And we walked on the beach kind of with a pair processing it. You know, that night we had dinner by the intercoastal. It was just perfect. We went and made those boards. Like, I don't know if you've ever done any of those board projects. I'm the like least crafty person you've ever met in your entire life. And Kim pointed out that I kind of complained the whole time. (laughs) But I actually had a lot of fun. I'm just not very crafty. Um, But that was really fun too. And then the next day was so cool because we had like one of those luxury picnics set up. And I mean, it would have looked amazing for eight, but we had to change it for the four of us. And even then, like strangers were coming up and taking pictures of us because it was so lovely and beautiful and relaxing. And there we kind of like talked about the promises we had made to ourselves and kind of reflected back on the retreat and did a couple more like short workshops and then walked on the beach and looked for talisman. So something that we could keep at our desks or by our bedsides to remind us of the things that we learned from the retreat. It was all just really powerful. It was super powerful and amazing. And it makes me feel like, gosh, I want to do that again. I want more women to experience this because it was so fantastic. So if you're listening to this and you had wanted to come to the retreat or now that you're hearing, you're like, oh, that does sound intriguing. Get on my email list. I don't have any plans for a future retreat at this point, but I am – And I think Shannon, too, felt like, God, that was good. That was so good on so many levels, even with, you know, the hurricane and the missed people and all of the things. It was still so good. But I will put in the show notes a link where you can get on my email list so that if we do have something – and I also have another super creative idea that I'm going to tell you about later that I want to come back to that I think could be something really fun that you might be interested in, too. And that will go out first to my email list. So I'm um, just wrapping up because the hurricane and the, t- the retreat story ended up being a lot longer than I thought. But holy cow, like hold on to your hats because it's gale force winds. Seriously. But there was one thing that I wanted to share with you that I think is really helpful that I you know, would like you to write down because I think it's really good to kind of have it front and center. And that is the question, is what I am doing right now helping me build the life I want in the future. So is what I'm doing right now helping me build my future life or my future self? Because so often we do things that cost us our future self. So for example, if I am scrolling on Instagram or I am watching Netflix, I'm really not investing in my future self. I'm taking away from my future self. If I am sitting at the island, like I sometimes do, and polishing off a whole bag or half a bag of chips, am I investing in my future self or am I taking away from my future self? 
So having that question of is what I'm doing right now helping me to build the life that I want, I think is such an important thing to ask yourself and to kind of have front and center because I think that we all know what kind of life we want to have in the future, what kind of person we want to be in the future. But so often we are so bogged down by our responsibilities and our worries and all the things that we just kind of take the easy route, the sideline. We get sidetracked. We bury things. But the closer we can get to remembering what we want our lives to be, the more we'll start acting like it. And I am going to be doing something in the future more on this um, future self and getting them stuck because I think it's the most powerful thing that you can do right now. But just start thinking about that question because there are so many times throughout your day that you are faced with a decision. You can hit the snooze button again or you can get up And do that 20-minute workout that you know is going to help you, that's going to help you build the life that you want and be the person that you want to be in the future. So anyways, let me know what you think, guys, about this casual just like telling you a story, talking about life episode. And I envision that the future episodes, they'll probably be shorter because there's more less of a big story to tell and more like little tidbits of things as opposed to one, you know, story on one thing. But I just thought I'd try it out. So tell me what you think. And thanks again for tuning in. And I'm so glad you're here. And I hope I get to see you in person at a retreat or an event in the future. But in the meantime, let's connect on Instagram or Facebook or in DMs or whatever. I would love, love, love to hear from you. Have a beautiful day and I am rooting for you. Thanks, friends. 